Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put it important news. With us today for the first time ever, we've got Ber- Bernie Turo. Uh, he's a CEO of Ugly Christmas Shirts, Inc., one of the hottest new companies on the market today. No, but I can guarantee it's going to be part of the wildest reasoning behind this. So before anybody on the social media goes nuts, it's simple. It's Christmas season. And I like to wear a Christmas shirt in honor of my son who used to love Christmas. As simple as that. No other point of view, no other thought, because I know some of the people watching this may come up with a different theory. No Christmas Santa slate is not yet going electric. It's still going reindeer power. Bernard, people are going to say, doth protest too much, which means huh. you're, you're protesting so hard, the shirt got to mean something. <laughs> so we're going to be analyzing that. Trust me, everyone's going to oh, be analyzing I am, what's I can on that shirt. it's going to be analyzed. Uh, hey, so we got Bernard, obviously, Chairman CEO, HBQ, trades on the venture under HBQ. And the press release we're talking about today, uh, HPQ Nano reaches major milestone with Generation 1 Nano Silicon Reactor operational. And the company says it's a new era of low-cost manufacturing of nano silicon materials is about to commence. You've had many milestones along the way, Bernard. Is this the biggest? No, there's going to be bigger ones. <laughs> well, up like until now, I'm not saying not the biggest. Yeah, well, but, but, is this the biggest milestone so far? I, you know what? I've, I've often said that, you know, for me, milestones are, are things we knew we would do. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not really, you know, big milestone. I know some people were, you know, thinking it wasn't going to be there. There was, there was some discussion about when is really December, December, those type of points. But, you know, we always knew we would be able to do it in December. Um, it's just that I waited until they actually turned on the machine because I've gone through a few R&D process. And, you know, the first time you turn on the machine, there might be, a, you know, a bit of a spark that goes off and those type of things. So. I waited till at least the sparks were gone before we announced it. But it's it's an important milestone on the way. It's like you, you're running a full marathon. Okay, you reached a half marathon part. If you were running a half marathon, that'd be great. But you're running a full marathon. You still have a half a marathon to go. Um, no, and look, I like obviously, I like, I think a lot of us like that you have that uh, philosophy. But is it, it's not a bad idea to celebrate this moment at the same time even peter says in his in his press release uh it's an indeed a major milestone yeah it's a major milestone people are calling you that's how big the milestone is no it yeah no it, it it is a major milestone it is a big one but it's just one of the milestones we're going to reach and that's what our job is to you know to identify a milestone reach them and says okay what's the next milestone it's it's this you know, when you're CEO of a company like this, you know, if, if I sit on my lower for, thir- for 30 seconds, um, you know, and if I, if I start thinking, you know, okay, everything is done, there's going to be other challenges. I have to be cautious about what are the next challenges, the next target and everything yep. else. Yep. Not to say that I'm worried that we're going to execute them. Not at all. It's just, it, you know, it's a box check. Okay, next. next so one. we're going to have to, so what's clear from this is HPQ is going to need to hire another CEO, chief excitement officer. Maybe CXO, all right? Because we want to kind of try to look. Okay, I'm this very excited, George. This, I, this is what Peter I, said. the The announcement today is indeed a major milestone. We're extremely excited to have the nano, and I'm just excerpting. We're extremely excited to have the nano reactor go up 
and running on schedule and on budget. The next major step is to get qualified samples into end users' hands, which we're pushing to, to do before the end of the year or shortly after. But this is the money comment. The more we progress with the nanoreactor, the more it seems to us to be a real game changer. It may very well become the gold standard for making nano silicon for the battery industry. I mean, look, he's... So forget about the excitement part. I get it. What's the basis for him saying that? What are you guys seeing uh, for Peter, who's selling his products all over the world as your partner uh, on, on this endeavor, for him to say something like that? Because you can't take that lightly. No, but fundamentally, the fact is that nobody has been working at designing a low-cost process to make nanoparticles. We're doing it, and we have a pathways to scaling it up. That's why it's going to become the gold standard. I, th I think I've said it many, many times over. I think the worldwide capacity to do this right now is what? Uh, three to five tons, okay? And we're going to a market that's going to demand about a million ton, million metric ton within the next 15 years. So, you know, it's it's big. Whoever is first having the low cost process is going to have the uh, the technical advantage. Who's ever going to be the first to be able to be the ring fence of battery or battery manufacturer, car manufacturers, and other projects. I, to be totally honest, I'm very excited about the battery side. But you know, talk about serendipity. Um, you know, January we're going to be starting to to send material to Apollo for them to test for for hydrogen. Uh, and what did the Canadian government announce? The you know the hydrogen is a very very big part of the business. I saw that. So I actually sent it to you on LinkedIn. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's there. So you have battery material, okay? Which we know what we're looking at producing between you know 200 nanometers to to five microns, okay? It's about the size that 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 you know industry participants have, have indicated to us is what they're looking for. Um, so. We feel comfortable about where we are, where we're going and, and where it is. Our timing, I think, is exquisite because uh, a lot of people are talking about batteries and EVs and scaling up and trying to catch up with the, with the leader. But, you know, it's going to take time for them to, to get there, to scale it up, to, to bring it up. And it's going to be at the same time as silicone and batteries going to become bigger. What I'm most excited about was that at the same time, uh, as we issued this press release yesterday, we were finally able to get an article uh, on a major French media. And it's, I, I can tell you from the feedback now, it's really coming around to the fact that, oh, I think the Quebec government realized that they had completely forgotten silicone uh, as an important battery manufacturer. So that's an added excitement for us. So it's all- Did they everything. forget or are they finally discovering it for the first time and realizing silicone is important and the leaders are right in our backyard? It's always a question of who's lobbying for you and what, what what's lobbying is doing, okay? The graphite industry, the lithium industries was very loud, clear, very big crowd in, in Quebec. If you look at the number of lithium companies exploration, uh, numbers of graphite companies also make a lot of noise. They made a lot of noise. I chose a different approach, which is to be low key, which is to be more focused on the results. It's, it's really a question where you spent your money. Um, HPQ, if you, if you look at the overheads of HPQ, it's very, very small. We're more focused on having our R&Ds offshoot with, with Pyro. Um, and our, our marketing efforts were, you know, relatively small. For the investment we did, we got a great bang for the buck, okay? But our presence in the, the sphere of people that, that talk about these things wasn't there. 
Uh, and it, for me, I, I was very deliberate. The goal is by the time we start producing material, we'll start talking more about our product and the timing was impeccable. I didn't organize it like that, okay? Because you don't control when a journalist comes out with the article and you don't control exactly which date, you know, the machine gets turned on, but it just worked out perfectly. And I'm already getting the feedback that's very interesting. Um, would not be surprised that within a, within a little bit of time, uh, silicone will be, in, in, will be added to the strategic minerals for, for batteries. Um, you say that right now the capacity, just because there are a lot of new people who are watching, right? Mm -hmm. The capacity out there for nano silicon now is three to five tons, right? Mm -hmm. What's the competitive advantage that HPQ has got uh, over those over over those that three to five ton capacity right now? How big of a competitive advantage is it? I see okay. you laughing. That's Perfect. great. It's it's well, I know how I know the process they have. Okay, I know how they make their nanoparticles. Uh, it's the reason why they can only make three or five tons is a cost, impossible to scale up. It's as simple as that. Um, and that's literally where the issue is. Um, you know, right now, every the, the silicone you need in batteries is basically highly engineered silicone and making it's very expensive because most of it comes from offshoot of the solar industry. And the solar industry or the electronic industry, okay, is basically a downstream uh, market for the metallurgic silicone, or the, the first silicone we're going to do with our QRR. So whatever these guys do, I know I'm always going to be cheapest because I make my own raw product. I just feed it to myself at cost, and then I turn it in, into, into the nanopowders at a high price. That, that's when we're going to scale up at a big price, but right now... I just, I just use regular silicone converted nano powders, show how good it is. And if somebody wants something specific to what the, QRR, the pure VAP QRR is, we know how to do it. You know, we're, we're in a good position to demonstrate everything else. And that's what's going to become fun. 2000, 2020 for, for me was sort of the year where I had to manage expectation in the hope of getting this the, the machine started in December. And you landed that perfectly, right, Bernard? Is it fair to say that you had to manage expectations, but you landed exactly where you want to be. Yes, but it's it, it, it wasn't an easy. And that's year big. To, that's big. It, it, it wasn't an easy, an easy year to do it, um, in the sense that you know there's a lot of things outside of my control that that were there. Uh, but that's fundamentally here. 2020 for me, like if I look back at the history of HPQ in a certain mind, um, for me 2000, 2000 uh, 2020 was a bit like 2000. Uh, fifth, uh, yeah, 2015. Okay, as we started to do the work, we started to become public more in the story in the end of 2015. We started to produce material. We were supposed to start in, in January, and we started in March. And in 2016, everything went totally crazy. That, that's that's what it was. Now, all the R and D is behind us. We're starting to produce the material, and I know that's when the fun for me really starts. When we start to have product. You know, I can't wait to show pictures of the material to start showing out there and have a catalog of material that we can present to eventual client. But I understand how the cycle is going to work. You know, we're going to send material to them. They're going to test them. They're, gonna, they're not going to give me the, 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 the results of what they're doing because you have to understand battery space is two things, okay? One of them is a chemical business, okay? And the other one's a material business. Right. 
what I'm what I'm seeing, and everybody everybody sees that. You know, I I remember listening to Gibugasavne uh, of of Namaska lithium stuff. We're not a mine; we're a chemical company. I just heard. I haven't been able to get first hand on it, but there's another graphite place that says, "No, we're a chemical company." Batteries is chemical and material. HPQ has decided to focus squarely on just the material. We let all the other guys worry about the chemical part. And the advantage of that is that I'll have multiple clients for my product. And you know, somebody's gonna figure out best recipe to use my material is gonna be working. That's really where we wanna be positioned. Second of all, I know there's tons of application for the type of silicone we're gonna be doing, which are only gonna become um, known as somebody starts putting them out there and starting offering material. I, trust me, I'm getting like R&D requests left, right and center about this material. Haven't been taking them too seriously because until I'm in a position to start sending material, I, that, was, that, that wasn't what was interesting me. So the bottom line is 2021, okay? We have a capacity to produce sample. By the middle of the year, we'll have a capacity to demonstrate that we can scale this up, which is the key to what we're doing. Doing the stuff is great, okay? If you can't scale it up, you're going nowhere, right? We know based on our track of working with power, we can scale it up. But you know, there's a difference between we saying it, which is, you know, my, it's my job, I'm a salesman, to, to talk it up and us doing it. Now we said that we were gonna start the machine in December. And, and you, would need, you would need the scale today anyways, because the first thing uh, potential customers wanna get is samples regardless. Yeah, yeah. Even if, even if you could scale right now, you know, you could do a hundred tons a, a week, it wouldn't matter because people saying would say, hey, Bernard, just send me this much. You know, well, it, a small amount. It would have been, it, 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 it would have been a, the waste of money to do that, and that's that's how the way we're doing it. Second of all, um, when we designed the, the, this business strategy with with, with Pyro, we had that discussion. Okay, and the engineering part and everybody else said, you know, we got to build a brand new machine from the get go. I tell them no because you know the timeline would have been longer. A and B, I want to have samples as quickly as possible. And C, from experience, okay, I know the first design is not is not is not the same one as the end design. That's just the way it is. Always, of course. Oh, so by having the first design, the first machine operational, we will find out things that work better than we anticipated, things that work that doesn't work well. And it's at the size where it's easy for them to figure out the issues, do them, improve the model, the the computer model, and everything else. So. That's where we are. That's where it's going. It's going very, very well. We're very happy with the results. Now you're the chief excitement officer. Now you might actually keep. Now you might actually keep your job. Um, if I if I get in my if I use my flux capacitor, go into the future, I can hear investors right now who are watching this on demand saying, "George, ask Bernard about when the sample is going to go out to the major auto manufacturer who placed their first order." So I'm going to ask you, uh, when do you think? the sample to fill the the first the the pre-order the first order when ballpark when do you think that might be going out it can in, anytime anytime next week the week after we got to communicate or wow. are, they open, are they open to receive it's not complicated it's not that much quantity there is you know there's there's a bit of work we have to do on our side which is basically you know confirming the size and everything else and then you know i'll communicate with them and says okay is this okay with you guys you want something else we you know we get picture and then we send it. You know, they're not asking, you know, it's, it's, it's part of, of the process of doing it. You know, I anticipate to get multiple repeat orders, but with different specification. 
from the same yeah unnamed that, client that, yeah that, that, that's that, that's what that's what the um that's what the discussion sort of was lying around us basically i plus i, I you know i now, now I now I can start taking my Rolodex of, of the other guys in the batteries industries and says, okay, let's start sending samples. Well, let me ask you that question. Mm -hmm. um, you had said, I think you've said it a few times this year as we've been speaking, because I'm a big marketing guy, and I would and I would say, so what's what's the plan for marketing? How are you going to get people to you know to let them know what you're doing and and get samples in hands? And you, your answer pretty consistently has been. George, they're going to be calling us. Yeah, that's uh, what we need. Like, like one of the things we're working on is we're, we're developing a specific HPQ Nano web page, okay, uh, where we're going to put the product because that, that's how the way it's going to work. It's going to be people, you know, people, just just like investors do Google research and find me find me a lot of some interesting um, uh, research that they found and other things. People interested in this, in this business will do research. They'll be, you know. Comparative studies companies that start to do things. So what we're going to start publishing and having available is sort of like a sort of a portfolio of the type of materials we're looking at doing and what they look like. And then uh, that's how we're going to start attracting interest. As we're going to be starting to work with um, our, our university partner, who is going to do the the chemical part of the work that I've talked about, so we can start talking about the results. Because I have a a complete understanding that whatever material I send to any battery manufacturers, I'll never get any feedback more than we want more or less, do this, do that. I'll never really be in a position to to discuss more until they make it an offer that you that I can refuse. That's that's the way I, I sort of expect it to, to go along. Um it's in the spirit of Christmas and the shirt that you're wearing, uh you know, when we when are you gonna tell us the name? of the you know what what what's the milestone you have to point you have to pass with the with this global auto manufacturer and it sounds like other big well no you know what i i sort of don't want um i don't want the, the competitors are not not coming to see me because everybody's in that space so you know i don't want to have my name to attach yet to one until somebody comes in and does something that's really worth it you know i'm, I'm going to be a difficult bridesmaid or bride something like that <laughs> something in the end in, in, in those type of things i'm gonna i'm gonna play a bit hard to get um and it, it's it's really mo mostly um you know what i'm more focused on delivering the material getting the orders getting that organized and starting the marketing over who it is who it isn't okay it's it's there's not too many you know massive car manufacturers so it's it's one of them it's like it's one of the tens. It's like it's yeah. but my goal, my goal, my goal is to get orders from the the nine others. So you know, you don't want to make it sound like you have a favorite. What's your what's your level of confidence that you're going to have? Like you already have an NDA sign with a couple of battery manufacturers. You got an order from a global auto manufacturer, one of the big guys, obviously, because you can't be global any any other way. You know, you how. You've, you've been very comfortable the last year and a half, very, very confident, quietly confident, not arrogant in any way, but you just have this real quiet confidence about, about the world coming to HPQ for, for its silicon. So what do, you, what, do you kind of, what do you look forward to in, in 2021 if you can kind of paint the picture for the first six months before you get to that point when you can scale? You know, what does the activity maybe look like in terms of, people wanting samples 
Paul is going to be sending out samples. This is one reason we have the Gen 1. The Gen 1 is there for two reasons, for test a lot of operational parameters and for us to be able to send samples because, um, you know, they're going to require a 50 cycle, 100 cycle test. So those are 50 to 100 days tests, each of them. Um, at the same time, I'm going to be much more excited talking about hydrogen because that's much faster. <laughs> the feedback, the feedback loop is faster. <laughs> you know, I send the material, get it back, we get the results, and then we can start talking more about the hydrogen and where does that fits in uh, with HPQ, you know, HPQ Nano's uh, business plan. Because I think there is a massive market, there are massive areas to this. So there's going to be the battery side, which I know is going to be a longer Basically, it's, it's, it's sort of a long lead. I and mean, the hydrogen for me is a shorter lead type of news flow and everything else. This being said, once you start producing, it's not going to be the same delays as, as this year when we're waiting for, for the machine to start. Um, you know, I have often described this as almost looking as like paint to dry. It's, that's really what it is. Plus, truth of the matter is that, you know, uh, a company like HPQ that's involved in renewable energies that's about to change that, that has a technology that is disturbed as disruptive as ours in a market that's about to explode in an area where everybody wants an electric car but the key point the, but the, the two things they want in the electric car is one that has a long distance and fast to charge those are the two key aspects everybody wants okay so those are two aspects that silicon can come into in the meantime if you want a greener type of energy that has resembled more what the car was, there is the options of the hydrogen cars also. Um, you know, hydrogen internal combustion engine, those type of things. Sure. The issues with those, with those vehicles is how you supply the hydrogen to the engine, okay? Uh, you go to a hydrogen station, put it, but you fundamentally have a tank of hydrogen. It's sort of like, remember the Hindenburg sort of blowing up and everything else, so it does, does create a negative uh, what, what a great image to take up on this image to the do. Hindenburg blowing up. That, that's the concept. But if you have a capacity to have basically nanopowders and water, combine them to generate the hydrogen to get that system moving, then it sort of resolves those two, those two fears. So that's an exciting segment into it. Man, you're really excited about the hydrogen. I know we, uh, at one point we got had a full flesh out discussion, but we're here you know, you, you... But it's because the battery, the battery is clear. Like, how can I say the battery industry understands they need the material. The problem has been cost. So it's like, I'm not reinventing the, the battery space. It's like, everybody knows battery works. Everybody knows the, the issue. You're just giving what they, you just give what they I'm, I'm just giving it at the, price, at the price that they do. But by default, by doing this, I sort of opened up the hydrogen sector, which I knew a bit about it, but didn't fully understand it. Now, my advantage is, you know, I, I have I have a silicone R&D team that is through the moon with Apollo. So as I get to talk, I start learning more, figuring out more. Okay, th these are where the areas are and everything else. Um, and it looks freaking exciting. Like I, I should be getting in the next few weeks um, a smaller scale system, but it's a demonstration scale model. But still, the type of system when they sold 300 systems to the Japanese civil, civil, sort of civil, um, you know, when there's emergency system, civil. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so basically, so people can have this capacity to, it's a very small system to charge. Come on. Cell phone and everything else. So, it's a very, I'll have a demonstration system. I have it here to start showing it to people. 
there's the bigger model done for the militaries and then the other ideas that we've been brainstorming with the guys at Apple. And in addition to this, we're gonna be brainstorming where all the special market, where our nano silicone powders will have a distinct advantage. And there's multiple of those markets. Uh, could be the medical, could be all those type of field because it's, you, you can take a lot of the capacities of, of silicone and, and just use them. So- Devil's advocate, could you get sucked into two maybe, could you get sucked into potentially uh, chasing too many markets? Because you get so many available to you? Since when is it? Well, no, my, my, my choice factor is going to be very simple. Which one are the most profitable for me? And that's it. I'm just, I'm only focused on, on uh, basically, you know, uh, high value markets. I'm not going to chase every one of the markets, you know. But if, if it's a if it's a high well, value, batteries and hydrogen can be too 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 battery, big. Battery hydrogen are, are two because they they're, they're going to be big volume eventually. Okay, where your cost advantage is going to be the, the winner. Okay, so it's fundamentally the same thing in hydrogen. It's 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 sort of known how to do it. The problem has always been the same thing. You know, it's like if you if you need one kilogram of nano silicone to make. 1.4 cubic meters of uh, hydrogen, but it costs you $23,000 that one kilogram. <laughs> you understand you're not very competitive. You know, so. But you know, if, if we bring it down the same price range of what we're looking at doing for, uh, for graphite, then it's gonna be much more interesting. And, that's and, it doesn't, and it doesn't sound like as, as a prudent and as uh, efficient as you are and very process oriented as you are, which is why you're not quite the chief excitement officer. It also sounds like you're not very worried either. So you're in this perfect middle ground where you don't get too high and excited, but you, you don't get worried. It sounds like you're not worried at all either. It sounds it sounds like this well, almost fait accompli that you'll be able to deliver most of these things. You just got to tweak, figure out where exactly you want to flow to. But is, is, is it fair to say your confidence level is that high? Yes, because it's a question of de-risking the project. Right. Um, what have we done to de-risk the project in the philosophical thinking? Okay, HPQ was originally a resource company, still is a resource company per definition. All right, but we understood, we figured out that in industrial mineral, okay, it's not the raw material that's the key; it's always the end product, buyers, and everything else that control what goes on. In the case of silicone, we figure out how you make that material. That is really the key to differentiate us. If I try to make silicone the traditional ways, I can never compete against the, the, the big boys. One, you don't have the money. Well, so A, you don't have the money, but B, the process is, is rigged for a very simplistic reason. All traditional carbothermic process require one type of carbon, okay? And one of the major controls, one of the two sources in the world. We've eliminated that issue in the first part of the process. But we, as we understood this, has moved on and on and on. And as I'm trying to educate people, if you're a resource company and has a mine, you're sort of like dependent because you end up doing a PEA on the value of that mine and that, that value is dependent on a certain throughput. Then you're stuck with the problem. What do I do with that throughput? How do I deal with that throughput issue? Where's my end market? Right? Well, in reality, in industrial minerals, you got to figure out, you got to work at the end market, then, then worry about the other end. Especially in the case of quartz, quartz is what? Five cents a kilogram raw material? It's not, it's not, it's not really the kill. It's actually carbon is the most, most, most expensive and energy is the second one. We've resolved carbon. 
we've resolved the energy, we're in Quebec. Uh, and quartz, we can take lower quality than, than, than anybody else. So it's not really a big issue. So that's been my thinking since the beginning. So I follow a bit what Peter says. It's better to have multiple legs to your stool. Okay. So you always have more yeah. balance. So you, you remove the risk. Okay. Um, well, that's, listen, that's been the secret when, to power. Genesis. When we started, yes, when right? we started, yeah, when we started HPQ, okay. We were a one-story company, solar purity, that was it. That was it. Eventually, as we started to learn more and more of our process, we realized that our process just to make the silicone was cheaper than everybody else. Then from then on, we moved on and extended. But originally, that, that was the idea. And from that experience came out, the understanding is that, okay, the key point is in the mind. The key point is in the output. The key point is having a product and a process that you control that allows you to go after a specific niche market that have very high valuation. I think I've used that example many, many times. Sure. But, you know, 2000 tons of silicone metal for Ferro Atlantica or Ferro Global, there's no new name now, will not change the needle on their quarterly financial, on their annual financial, okay? For HPQ, it'll be a company builder. Okay. And if you have multiple of those 2,500 tons process, then you have multiple company builders, every one of their independent. So that's really been our thinking. And our relationship with Pyro allows us in the silicone space and the quartz, the silicone space to sort of market their technologies um, and, 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 and push it in, in that regard. So, you know, we, we, we sort of use their R&D and everything else. And this has allowed us to have a very small overhead. I look at the overhead of, of, of other companies because you have a big mine project, you have the environmental issues, you can focus, you have to focus, you have to deal with so many big issues, okay, that you can't concentrate on the few. What are the two ones I'm concentrating on? Marketing of the product, okay, and managing the R&D being done by, uh, by Power. Financing, we've done it very well. We're, we're in a good financial position. Yep, that's for so sure. So we're, we're okay for the next 24 months to be financing our and probably even longer than that. Um, that's great. So we can we can fully focus on this. And I can add now one step more, which is more marketing for the, for the other side of the business, which is the publicly traded company. Okay. I've been very blessed this year that I didn't really have to do that much of an effort to get my public marketing good done. But I understand as we move forward, I, you know, I need more. I have, we have the material, we have the goods, we know where we're going. Markets are there. Markets are, you know, the what made company like Uber, Netflix, you know, uh, Amazon at the beginning take off was that the addressable market was so big that investors understood how it was going to go. Okay. Well, the addressable market for what we're attacking are as big, if not bigger than that. We're talking about, you know, energy. We're talking about the energy sector. It is. It's bigger. It's, it's bigger. bigger. So not everyone has to use Netflix, but everyone needs energy at the end of the day, right? Exactly. We have a disruptive technology that's going to allow a at least two segment of clean energy to come to come into play. So I think I got something interesting to go market. But the beauty of this is, I'm not coming here. Says George, I'm your new client ugly shirt company. We just started to design these things. But in five years, I can tell you that I can really make good ugly shirt. Thing is, we've been doing this for five years. Yeah, you're way ahead of everybody. We're, 
I'm I'm sort of laughing because I am seeing other ports to high product companies starting to appear on on the market space and says, oh, they're repeating my five year old business plan. Okay, <laughs> let them try to catch up. It's like it's it's sort of catch me if you can type of things, but it's you know you understand you understand what I'm saying. So yeah, need to be you know on the roof, exciting, saying uh, no. I just need to continue to deliver. Or basically making sure Pyro delivers. And who are any of us at the end of the day to argue with you and Pyro and even Apollon at the end of the day? You guys have guided the company. That's why. What does everybody say? In Bernard, we trust. In Peter, we trust. Uh, they, you know, you've got the trust of everyone. Hey, I know we sure, joke around. Sure, we sure, like sure. to have fun we'll doing take a this. Look at the five-year chart, okay, of the stock. Okay, that's what brings me. You know, what takes me down. Okay. I'm executing the same business plan, but for four years, I was flatlining, okay? For four years, I looked like a zombie guy. So that's why I don't get my head to it because I knew, I always knew we would get here, okay? I understand that. So it's because we have a solid business plan, we have a solid business partnership, and we have a, we, we have a real story to go develop. That's the key. So in Bernard, we trust Snow, but we, we trust in the concept of the company, where it's going, where it's advancing, the partnership, the strength that we've created. And by default, that's something that I, I've sort of brought to the company, but, and I will continue to bring that along. So this is just gonna be a side business. The, <laughs> keep wearing it though, cause you know what I like? Uh, we kind of started off more reserved, but you really, you know, you really put the, the pedal to the metal in this last 10 minutes. I think everyone at home can listen to that hear that and and even see you know see the see the confidence see the energy so man i cannot wait personally uh to watch and see what the company does in all of 2021 but especially in the next six months uh i can't wait and uh and congratulations and thank you on behalf of all shareholders as to what you've done to this point uh to get us here great leadership good stewardship and now we're now we're here just to watch the last act, and uh, and uh, I'm getting my popcorn ready. Multiple next act. Trust me, we we always have more rabbit to pull out. There he is, the CXO, the Chief Excitement Officer. You've been coming up more and more, more and more. Thanks, Bernard. Um, I'm not sure if I should be saying Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, because I don't know if I'm going to have you. I get a feeling you might be coming back on before all that. Once or twice, it doesn't matter anything. It's just the you know, it's like it's. Um, uh, never... we're, we're, we're getting we're getting close now. What are we today? With the eighteen, so you know, Christmas is next week. You know, so I don't know. I might I might pull a rabbit before. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're so coy. You're so confident. But thanks, Bernard. Really appreciate this. This has been great. And I'm sure for everyone watching and listening home, it's been great. So uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. But in the event that we have you back on again before all that, we'll just wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year again. I have more than one ugly Christmas shirt. Trust me. Oh, okay. Now we got to have you back on. So, <laughs> you know, do what you got to do to earn a spot back on, you know, beyond the press release. Thanks, Bernard. Welcome. For everyone at home, look, you've been watching or if you listen to my podcast to Bernard Turion, CEO of uh, HPQ Silicon that trades on the venture under HPQ. 
for those of you who've been around for a while, you know the story. And this was probably a fantastic interview because Bernard's confidence, even a little excitement that started to come out, is pointing to you as to where the company's going to be uh, in the next couple of years. And in short term, next six months, next couple of years, it obviously looks like a, a great, great outlook for the company. For those of you new to the story, get to the HPQ Silicon Hub on Agoracom. Just get to Agoracom, punch in the name or stock symbol. The profile section will help guide. We know this is complicated stuff, but it's worth it. Go through that. And then, of course, hop over to the HPQ Silicon site, which you can do from Agoracom as well. Uh, and make sure you do your do your due diligence because this has been a uh, HPQ has been a great Christmas present for everybody in the tree this year. And we hope it's going to be an even better one for, uh, for all the new folks that are just coming in recently next year. Thanks for joining us. To everyone at home, if we don't speak to you, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Talk to you next time.